Good afternoon, and welcome to our next episode of the podcast, The Mental Side of Golf, brought to you by Leo Tavik, PGA player coach and owner-operator of the Golf Performance Academy, located at the Hyde Hills Golf Complex in Clark, New Jersey. Today we're going to talk a little bit about setting goals, and um, we all understand the concept of setting goals in business, in life, weight loss, whatever it might be, but setting goals in golf has perhaps some unique aspects to it. So, Leo, welcome, and maybe you can kick things off with uh, a little overview of what you mean by setting goals. Good morning, Rick. Yes, it is January 23rd, and yes, this is the beginning of the season for players to start thinking about shooting numbers that they would really like to and planning, planning how they're going to do that, how they're going to take time away from their careers, their families, for those couple of minutes to make a change in their perspective when they stand up on the first tee. Shooting numbers on the golf course is usually the goal, is usually a goal of all ages, whether they're young players, 13, 14, all the way up. We go out on a golf course, we stand up over a golf shot, and we hit a golf shot, and it goes exactly where we want it to go. You didn't do that by accident. You did that by putting some time and effort into it on your own to develop that shot, to let go, not to make a swing, not to make a swing that fits what you need to do, just making a swing. And just as in any successful endeavor, you need to be prepared. All the players that I've seen are all fitted with custom golf clubs. They all know what it takes to impact the ball. And then comes the first tee. And by the way, this here comes the first tee is the same for all players in the entire world. Everyone has that moment of acceptance, little nervousness, little self-doubt, but the show must go on. So for those of us that don't have as much time to develop the mental and physical skills, we need to drop back a little bit from the handicap we're looking to seek or the scoring average we're looking to reach each day or that one or two golf shots that make us keep coming back. Short game is usually, short, short game is usually the area that improves the numbers. So what I'm hearing is the first goal anybody should set for achieving a, a better scores in their game is to set aside the proper amount of time for practice and, and getting comfortable in your swing and, and working with a, a PGA player coach, all of those things. That to me would be top of my list. I got to make sure that I spend enough time playing, you know, practicing golf so that when I get out and play golf, I can do better each time. Absolutely. Working with your PGA or LPGA player, coach is, is what should happen, probably does happen already. And in those cases that it does happen, you need to focus on do I, can I steal an extra hour out of my week? to develop that skill that he or that she or he is giving me. But that skill has to be trusted when you go out on the golf course. Or is it that ball control 
from 30, 40 yards off the green. Those are the areas that take more time. So because we all know that short game, including putting, is 67% of the game, that's the area that really should take all the attention. That's what the players do. The players don't pound, the tour players don't pound balls for three, four hours. They spend two, three hours in short game in different situations. Okay, that's their livelihood. Just like you said, X, spend X amount of time in your industry to reach your levels of your career in where you are now and if you're choosing to move up the ladder in different areas. Okay. So we have to single it out. Okay, so goal one is to spend the appropriate amount of time with your coach, practicing on your own, uh, focus that practice on the short game that, that has 67%, as you said, of the, the results come from the short game. What's the next goal that a player should have? Taking that and your golf swing and managing it on the golf course, understanding the various lies up and down, uphill, downhill, side hill, so that when you're out there playing and you have 170 yards into the green and you're going to hit your six iron or five iron or four hybrid, whatever it is, that you physically fit the lie angle of that particular shot you have. Is the ball in the rough? Is the ball sitting high off the fairway? Is there a hazard in front of the green and so on? That comes from on-course experience. I'm not, we can't hit more than one golf ball on a golf course when we play. We can't. But spend some time on a golf course when you're either by yourself, understanding the different, lo the different control factors it takes to hit the golf shot from buried lies, and of course, work with an LPGA or PGA professional. So goal two is practice what you learn so that you understand the course and whatever situation you happen to be in, whatever kind of lie you have, so that when you're out playing, you don't have to think about it. You know Correct. how to approach a downhill, side hill, uphill, whatever the, the line might be. Correct. So what would you say is the third goal, if there is a third goal? Maybe, maybe that's it, uh, well, this the one-two punch. Correct. This all started with believing that you can do it and you want to do it. You need to, you need to accept the visuals that you see from your right brain. You need to accept the physicals that you have when you feel a when you feel the club face on the ball, whether it's your hands, form, whatever. It could be anything; doesn't matter. But on the golf course, there's only a swing. There aren't pieces of a swing. There are no in, there shouldn't be any in swing thoughts. That just should be right place, right time, as often as possible, and just show up. But you need to trust it, just like you trust the all of the information you load into your computer on a proposal and you push enter, you push enter when you last look at the target, go back to the ball and start. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard you say that one of the biggest challenges for golfers when they play is for them to get out of their own way, to stop thinking about playing golf and just play the game. Um, so I'm taking away what you're saying is the third goal is to be able to get out on the course and not think about all the all the 
things that you learned with your PGA or LPGA player coach, all the things that you practice, the different elements, the back and the downward swing and the impact, put that all aside. And as you always like to say, play the game with the game that you got there with. Correct. So that's, we've got study and practice with your coach and on your own, really know the course and how to play the different lies that you'll get and then get out of the way and play. Absolutely. Majority of the golf is played with friends, business associates, management teams, and everyone hits the shot and everyone has a comment. That's okay. That is the camaraderie of the game. Say thank you, smile, and don't change anything you're already doing. But when you hit that good shot and that player looks at you and says, see, I told you so, that's a good feeling for everyone. Let that happen. Great advice. Terrific. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, look for more podcasts. And remember, folks, if you've downloaded the Better Golf app, you can now click on the menu and click on Ask Leo and send Leo a question that you might have for him, and we'll try and answer it in an upcoming podcast. Have a great day. Thank you.